Detroit's automakers are making tough production decisions as the industry navigates the ongoing global shortage of semiconductors. As a result, production has been halted at several plants across the country, including some in Michigan. Industry experts say the closures so far have targeted facilities that help produce models that are in lower demand. Michelle Krebs is an automotive analyst for AutoTrader. She tells WDT's Alex McLennan that car companies are using microchips from the closed assembly plants to build more trendy vehicles. So, for instance, they're moving them from cars. Say, if you look at GM, the Chevy Malibu is one of the plant products affected. It's got a ton of inventory. They don't need to uh, build more of them right now, so they're taking those chips and moving them to other products. Things like pickup trucks, um, their big new SUVs, all of those are in very short supply right now, and so they're trying to keep that production going as much as possible. So some of the plants that have been uh, affected around here, General Motors, Lansing, Grand River plant got halted, FCA or, or, or Stellantis rather, uh, as it's called now, halted the uh, its Windsor minivan plant and the Warren truck plant. Is, is this all Michigan will, will see in terms of plant closures or, or are there other ones at risk as well? Oh, there's, there's numerous ones across the country. Honda, for instance, um, halted production at a number of its plants in Ohio and other states. Toyota has done the same. Um, this is a global problem. This is not just a, a, a Michigan problem. Um, in, in Michigan specifically, yes, GM um, halted production at its uh, Lansing plant. Most of those vehicles, some Cadillac cars, um, the, the Chevy Camaro have plenty of inventory, so they they don't have to worry about having any shortages there. Um, Stellantis halted its uh, line that makes the Ram 1500 Classic. They have plenty of those to sell, so they are allocating chips elsewhere. Um, right now, it's not it's not crippling the industry, as many headlines that I've seen have said. It's making it more challenging because there's juggling that has to be done. And we are getting to the point that um, it looks like pickup truck production is being affected. It hadn't been for quite some time. And, of course, pickup trucks are where the Detroit 3 automakers make the bulk of their profits. Yeah, and talking about juggling things, I, th- I think uh, maybe the most interesting approach I've seen is that Ford is making uh, F-150s and the Edge SUVs without certain parts in it. How is that supposed to work? Are, are they just putting them out there without parts in them, or, or are they going to come back to them later? And, and if so, how do they plan to catch up? So Ford and GM are both doing that. They're, GM is building trucks without a certain engine um, module that uh, is that impacts the fuel economy. It's building that without the chip, um, and, and they're selling those. Um, Ford is building uh, Ford F-150s and the Ford Edge without the computer chips they need. They're parking them, and then we'll install those when they become available. It's quite unusual. We don't see this happen very often. How's that catch-up game supposed to work? Because, like... Like, I know last year with the, the dealer shortage, uh, people wanted to buy cars, but there weren't enough cars on dealer lots. Uh, is the semiconductor thing going to be kind of like that, where the business that's lost is, is just lost, or, or are there going to be back orders that they can catch up on? Well, we're assuming that they will catch up at some point. Um, 
there's a lot of pressure on the chip makers to get churning out more chips. Unfortunately, there was a fire at a plant in a, uh, a chip plant in Japan that has caused that capacity to go out. And the automakers didn't expect the demand to pick up so fast coming out of uh, the depths of the pandemic last spring. And they ha it's taken them a while to get, well, they're still not back up to speed. And then this um, threw a monkey wrench in, in getting back up to normal production. And we expect this could happen with other components. We think the supply chain is quite fragile, as we found out, and there could be other disruptions. For instance, uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, there was a severe storm in Texas. It halted uh, production of petrochemicals, and those chemicals are needed to make things like seat foam. That's affecting um, their vehicles. That they, they're having to slow production because they don't have seat foam. I, I think I saw something on the news that even furniture companies are short of seat foam for couches, for instance. Yeah, and you never know when someone's going to decide to beat a super tanker. <laughs> um, There's that. So, so when can we, uh, when will things start to get better and turn the corner? I know originally people were saying that this was going to be a first quarter problem. Um, uh, now I'm seeing some people saying this could go into the summer. And, and I know I've seen at least one person say this could potentially last until the fall. Um, any idea when this will start to clear up? No clue. And I don't think anyone knows when this is going to turn around. Um, you know, we were already, we already came into 2021 with, um, tight inventories far lower than we had a year ago uh, before the pandemic, um, and so there's a lot of making up to do. Uh, I don't think anyone knows when the chip shortage will end. I've even heard into next year. We have we've anticipated all along that um, sales will be a little bit constrained by um, uh, supply shortages, and the chip one is uh, the first one out the gate. Michelle Krebs is an automotive analyst for Auto Trader. She spoke with WDET's Alex McLennan.